Hey guys, it's Psychology Babe, and I wanted to come on today and talk about vulnerability. And my last episode, I was talking about life changes and life choices and how you have to make the best choice for your own life without outside influence. And I stand behind all of that, but I wanted to talk a little bit about how the vulnerability of that and how, you know, it's scary And I don't think we talk about that enough. You know, we talk about the standing up for your choices, doing what you want to do, making your own decisions, you know, all of this empowerment. And I'm all about that. And it's great and absolutely continue that. But there's a side to that that sometimes doesn't get talked about. And that's the side where you're scared. You're afraid. You 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 want better. You want more. But, you know, in order to get that and to do those things, that you really want to do, it's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone. It's going to require you to take a step that you've never taken. And, you know, we're all about familiarity and being comfortable and being safe and feeling secure. You know, we don't like it when we feel like everything's out of control, which in reality, I mean, if you know me, you know that I believe that we're never in control of anything anyway. I mean, we have somewhat of control, but in the grand scheme of things, we're never in control anyway. Whatever's going to happen is always going to happen. I truly believe that. But you can make choices in your life to align with your purpose. And so I just want to talk about the fact because, you know, we've all been there. And if you're feeling that right now, like if you're feeling so unsure, you have anxiety or you're like really afraid to like move or do something that you really want to do or even just making changes in your friend groups or your relationships or whatever, you know, all of that comes with this fear. And you know that I don't believe in fear. I really don't like to talk about fear because fear is just something that wants to stop you from doing the things that you want to do. That's all it is. It's really just like, you know, that saying there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That's really true. The The thought of the fear is really what stops you. You know, that that's it. Because a lot of the times, a lot of the things that we fear sometimes, they're just all made up. They're in our mind. You know what I mean? And that's what really stops us. But I want to talk about how scary, how lonely, how all of that it can be, because it can be, you know, even when you make changes in your own life, you know, I've been through it, making changes, making decisions, you know, leaving things that I'm familiar with, that I'm comfortable with, that I'm, you know, I've made changes in my life and it it hasn't been one change. It's been like two or three, four changes at one time. And it was really, really scary to make all of these changes from everything that I've known, but I did it. But but don't get me wrong. In in my mind, there were thoughts at times like, am I making the right decision? Am I, did I really think this through? And But you know what? I think that that's where we get into trouble because, you know, I love Abraham Hicks and I listen to her a lot. And one of the things she always says is you have to feel your way into the vortex. And the vortex is just where everything works out for you. You have to feel your way through life. It's not about thinking. And I think that's where we get stuck. You know, we think so much that that overthinking stops us from progressing. So I'm learning to feel my way through life. Like if it feels right, even if I'm scared, but if I know and I feel like it's the best decision for me to go ahead and do it. So again, you know, Imagine just making one change in your life, but when you're making three and four changes at one time from everything that you've known and everything that you felt safe with and comfortable with, it can be an overwhelming feeling. 
and you may get anxiety and you you're going to go through a process where you're lonely and you're tempted to go run back to what you've always known or the people that you've always known and the situations and all of these things but see this is why you have this saying that be careful what you wish for because in reality sometimes you might get it and that's okay that that's what you should be doing but what i'm saying is is a lot of times people will say oh i want this in my life i want that in my life i want you know you want all of these things and you speak that out and you say that you want it but then guess what sometimes in your life it's going to show up your prayers are actually going to be answered because that's the kind of god that we serve you know your prayers are going to be answered and so what are you going to do when they're answered you know, what are you going to do when they show up? See, that's why sometimes you have to make sure that you are prepared for the life that you want to live. You say that you want these things. And that's what I had to tell myself. Like I've prayed for things. I've wanted things. I've, I've, I've had conversations with God, you know, talking to and just expressing what I want, you know, and, and things are starting to show up in my life. A lot of things have shown up and things are showing up. And I wanted to be ready for those things. And so when they showed up, I can't go back on my word and say, oh, well, I said I wanted these things, but I'm not sure that I want them now. Or I'm too scared to. You have to be ready, which is why you have to do your healing. You have to do your work. And sometimes that requires you to be alone. And that's another part of this is because you may be alone quite a bit. And that can be lonely. It can be scary. But I, I want you to understand that you don't always have to be Superman or Superwoman. It's okay to be vulnerable with people. It's okay to say, I was scared when I made this decision. A lot of times we don't want people to know that we're scared of something or that we're, you're afraid of change, whatever it may be. You, you know, it's okay to say that. You, you don't have to act like you have it together 24 hours a day, seven days a week because no one does. And that is okay. And I think if you can get out of that, and that's a part of healing as well, where you feel like it's okay to let people in. You know, sometimes we're so guarded because of our past relationships, our past friendships, past relationships with whoever, family, you know, and you've allowed people in and they've used it against you or they've, they've just not been there. And so you say, well, I'm not going to share with people. And so then you think, you know, I was looking at this video the other day of um, a young lady and she was talking about how um, she just recently got married. But, you know, for the longest time, she was in her mid-30s when she got married and she was just talking about how independent she was and on her own. And she had to learn to let her husband in to take pressure off of her. Like, you know, okay, you're misindependent and you're strong and you're all of these things, but you don't have to do everything by yourself. Like, you know, she was saying that it was nice to be able to relax and for someone to be there and just say, what do you need? How can I help? But again, she had to go through a process of allowing that because she had got to a place where she was so used to doing everything on her own. And a lot of us are. That's the thing. When you are the type of person who who has had to do things on your own or, you know, you just there was not a lot of people that you can lean on or turn to or go to or whatever. You learn to do things on your own. And it is very hard to then open up to other people and let people in who want to love you, who want to help you, who want to be there. But you have to do that. So just the vulnerable side of making life changes and choices and and things that are going to be better for your life but this is what i will tell you that if you step up to the plate and you say this is what i asked for so i'm gonna suck it up and i'm gonna be ready for it and i'm gonna do it and do it scared i know you guys have seen that meme even if you're scared do it scared and that's the truth i've done things in my life where i 
I was scared. I was like second guessing a little, but I did it anyway. And let me tell you, in those instances, it has always turned out okay. It's actually turned out better than I could have thought because in your life, you're never going to get better. You're never going to grow. You're never going to change. You're never going to have the things that you ask for and the things that you want if you are so scared to move. Like if you just, how can you keep saying and speaking to the universe and asking God and saying, you know, I don't want this life. I want a better life. I want more. I know I deserve more. I should, I don't want to be in this relationship where I'm not respected and loved and treated fairly. And I'm not, you know, I don't want this job where I can't contribute to society and I'm making a difference and it doesn't align with my goal and my morals and my values. I don't want this uh, friendship where it's one-sided and I'm always reaching out to this person. You know, all of these things that you ask for. And then when your life begins to change and shift and you're presented with these opportunities, you say, oh, wait a minute, I don't want... Let me tell you something. There was a time, a long time ago in my life where I was the type of person that, you know, I really was afraid to take chances in my life. Like, I was really just stuck on no everything's fine. It's not like it was bad, but it's not like it was great. But see, for me, I was just kind of like, well, it's good. You know, it's in the middle. Like I'm okay. Like nothing's really horrible. So I could just stay here in this little space. But see, in the back of my mind, I always knew that I was here for more, that I was supposed to do more, be more, you know, to help, not just for me. You know, this is not on a selfish tip. This is on I want to contribute to this world and having this podcast is a part of that. But I knew that it was more. I, I just always knew that it was more. I've just always had that feeling. And so you can get comfortable all you want to. It doesn't matter how comfortable you get. God has a plan for each of our lives. And no matter how comfortable you get, if that is not your purpose and then that is not where you are supposed to stay, you're not going to stay there. And in fact, you're going to get so uncomfortable that you can't stay there. And I don't know how many people that's happening to, but you are in these situations where you just really can no longer tolerate it. Like you feel like you're just going to go insane if you're around the same people, people who don't stimulate your mind. All they want to talk about is superficial surface level things that don't matter. You know, you have to start getting around people who align with you. Like you have these deep, meaningful conversations. And I understand that everything doesn't have to be deep, but at the same time, you don't want to just talk about little stupid stuff that you've been talking about for the past five years with the same people. You know, it's about growth. It's about alignment. It's about your higher self. It's about, and I've told you guys, you know, if you don't know where to start with all of these things, YouTube is such a wealth of information and you can go on there and you can do meditation, inner child healing, higher self meditations, all of it, healing your chakras, you know, all of these things you can go online and do these things. You know what I'm saying? So there are ways to to try to be better and to grow. And that's all I'm saying. But now there are some people who don't want to do that and that's okay. But you can't continue to keep hanging around those people. Like you literally know if you are around people and you just don't feel the same anymore. Like you're just, you're just not vibing with them anymore. And whether it's friends, family, whoever. And I want people to understand that it doesn't mean that you don't love people. Some people are like, oh, well, I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm turning my back on people. Or I don't, let me tell you something. You got to start learning how to save yourself. It's okay to love other people, but you can love them from a distance. That really is true. That's not just something to say. Like you can still love them, still wish them the best, still want the best things for them. It does not mean that they still have to be in your life because a lot of times when you're making decisions, if you talk them through with other people, people will get inside of your head and confuse you and they will, they will 
confuse what you're trying to do and what you think. And that's why a lot of the decisions that I've recently made, I made them on my own. I prayed about them and I made them on my own and I didn't consult other people. And I know part of that when people find out they feel you know, hurt or they feel a little disappointed that you didn't come to them. But at the same time, you can't make your life about people have to understand that you have to do what you have to do for yourself. And they have to, if that's what you choose to do, people can either be supportive and love you or they can keep their negativity to themselves. You know, I mean, because at the end of the day, everybody has to live their own life. But I just want you to understand that it's OK to be vulnerable. It's OK to be scared to do it. Because you're going to be scared. It's something new. It's something you've never done, you know, and sometimes it's scared if you go from being with people and then all of a sudden you're not with someone. You're scared because you're like, I've never been on my own. I'm used to being around this person. I don't want to leave them because, you know, I'm not happy here. But if I leave them, I'm going to be on my own. That's OK. You know, I have another episode and I can't remember what it's entitled right now, but I talk about how. Sometimes when you're in relationships, you cannot focus on what you need to do in your purpose. So there is time where you need to be alone. And I get that people don't want that. And, a pe- you know, a lot of people like, you know, some people just can't be alone. But I'm going to tell you, that's the only way you're going to find out who you are. It's the truth. I mean, it really is. And it doesn't mean that you have to be alone forever. It doesn't. But you cannot just jump from relationship to relationship to relationship because you are afraid of yourself and who you are. You know, that's the chance to get to know who you are, you know. And and as I said in that episode, there are going to be some things about yourself that you don't like. It's not all sugar and and spice. It's not. There are going to be things about yourself that you're going to find out that you don't like because this is a thing. No one's perfect. And as I've said many times, it's not always the other person's fault or other people's fault that your life is the way that it is. Sometimes it is your fault and you have to take ownership of that. You have to look at yourself. You have to, you know, there are going to be things that, you know, you figure out about yourself and you're just like, but you got to be real with yourself. You got to keep it. You got to be real is all I'm saying. You, you can't sugarcoat and say, well, I'm only that way because this person or they do this to me. And then that's why I'm. And this is not about reactive abuse or narcissism or any of that, because I do realize that a lot of times, you know, when you're in relationships like that, you do react to certain things that are caused by other people. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about at the core of who you are. There are things in each of us that we need to work on. You're not perfect. And you have to understand that and you have to be willing to do the work, which is why I'm always saying that a lot of people won't heal because they don't want to do the work. They just want to put a Band-Aid on it. But see, Band-Aids turn into addictions. They turn into alcohol abuse. They turn into drug abuse. They turn into sex addiction. They turn into being promiscuous and just sleeping with any and everybody. And you're not caring about your body and who you are and the sanctity of that. And, you're, and it turns into food addiction, you know, overeating or anorexia, you know, all of these different things. It manifests because whenever you're not living an authentic life and being true to who you are and who you were put on this earth to be, you are always going to seek these outside things to make you feel better. You are. It's just, it's true. You're always going to look for other things to comfort you, to make you feel better. But I will tell you at the end of the day, it does not matter because if you get high, when you come down, that problem is still going to be there. If you drink, when you sober up, that problem's still going to be there. If you eat yourself and you just eat and eat and eat, once you finish eating, 
that problem is still going to be there. And the only way to truly heal is to deal with whatever is making you do those things in the first place. And that's all I want people to understand. This is a no judgment zone. You know, it's judgment free. I'm not here to judge anyone. I really just want people to understand that you don't have to do those things. You don't. If you can just heal yourself, you'll be amazed how you don't need those things anymore. And I get that it's not an easy process. Let me tell you something. Going through a spiritual awakening and just really coming into your higher self and finding out who you really are and you look back on things. And sometimes, I mean, you're, you're going to shed tears, you, but you're going to shed tears for that old person. There have been times when I've shed tears for the simple fact that I allowed people to treat me a certain way that I knew wasn't right, that I knew I deserved more. And it doesn't matter. I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking friendships, jobs, coworkers, family, whoever, all of the relationships in your life. You allow people to treat you however, because that's how you feel about yourself. When you don't know who you are and you don't have, you don't know that you deserve so much more. You you deserve to be treated in a certain way. You accept one-sided relationships because you're like, well, I may not be getting what I deserve or what I want, but at least I have something. You accept that. So you're going to you're going to shed tears. It's going to be a process, trust me. And healing is not linear. We all know that. You're going to have up-down moments. It's a lifelong process. Let me tell you that now. If you think you're just going to have one good cry and you're going to be healed and it's over, I'm sorry. It is a process and there are going to be times when you think you're fine and you may get triggered by something, but that's not to scare you off. It's just for you to understand that all of this is okay. Every step of that process is okay. You're going to have moments where you feel on top of the world because you have learned and you are growing and learning that, no, I don't, I don't like that anymore. I don't want that anymore. So I'm not going to hang around these people anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. And you're just going to be on this high, this, this natural high. And then you're going to have moments where you're just like, you don't want to get out of bed because you're just you're sad something triggered you something made you but you know what that's okay too when it triggers you let it trigger you cry get it out and then you start again the next day that's what I'm here for I'm not here to judge or knock anybody or put them down because we need that support we're supposed to be here to help to uplift that is my whole goal with this podcast and I don't care if it's one person or a thousand or a million Whoever listens and can get that and take that away from what I'm saying, then that's I'm I've done what I was supposed to do because we need that. You need someone to understand. See, a lot of times, you know, you just feel like people don't understand you. You know, you always feel like you're the only one. And I'm here to tell you that you're not. You're not. You know, and a lot of times I know we're like, oh, man, you know, life is hard. Life is just really hard. But, you know, I try. I, I really don't say things like that. And and I'm going to explain. I'm just very careful with the way that I speak. I'm very careful with the way that I speak over my life. And I don't say that things are hard for me. You know, I can have, do, or be anything that I want. I can. That That's just a fact. That's what I believe. And I'm not saying anybody else has to believe it. But see, when people hear you say things like that, people feel like, oh, you're just so cocky and that's not true. And you're this and you're that. See, you got to connect to your own higher self. It's not about whether you believe what I say. You got to get to a point where you believe what you say about yourself. You see what I'm saying? But you can get to that place. It's a process, but you can. So 
getting back to, you know, people saying life is hard. Life is just what it is. It's going to ebb and flow. I'm going to tell you, you're going to go through. But let me tell you something that I've learned recently. I mean, I've always known it, but I was listening to, you know, to hear someone else put it in the way that it was just a, like a light bulb moment for me. And I can't remember. It was a podcast, but it was a really good podcast. And this, this gentleman was just having this conversation with this young lady. And the young lady was talking about how, you know, all of the pain and things she's been through and just all the hurt and all the, and, you know, but I think she had mentioned how she wants to, you know, help heal and put good into the world. And the, the guy told her, he said, you want to be a healer? heal. And that just blew my mind. And I know that's a simple statement, but it's so true. If you want to be a healer, you've got to heal. You can't help someone else if you've never been through anything. See, we think that our lives are supposed to just be easy. You know, it's like, why is my life so difficult? And why is this? And some of us more than others, you, you feel like, but I get it now. I get it. And when he said that, it just clicked. It's like, exactly. If I want to be a healer, I've got to heal. And if you go through life feeling like you don't need God or higher power, and let me explain, you know, because I'm not trying to turn anyone off or when I'm speaking of God, I'm speaking of a spirit. I'm speaking of the creator. I'm speaking of something that is always with you, comforting, loving, taking care of you, watching out for you, protecting you, all of these things. It does not have to do with religion. I believe that you have to have your own relationship with the creator, with the divine. It is about that you believe in something higher than yourself, but it's got to be the right thing. But a lot of people put so much into, you know, oh, religion and, you know, she's getting into religion and all these things. It's not about that. But you just got to believe that there's a creator, something that created you, created the whole heavens and earth and that it is real. It is present at all times and it is here to help you, to guide you, to protect you. And so when you hear me talk about God. And all of these things, because that's what I believe. Please don't get turned off by that, because I hope that you seek something higher than yourself. And and meditation helps you to do that. It helps you to understand that you're not alone. See, that's why a lot of times when people are dealing with difficult things, if they don't know God and they don't know this higher power and they don't know that they have that power inside of them, you you can't get out of that. You're unable to get out of that. But when you know That there's more, you know, when you know that you have a helper, a protector, someone who loves you and wants the best for you, it makes life easier. So that's all I want people to understand. And if you don't know and understand a lot of people, I don't know and I don't know how to pray and I don't know. You don't have to know how to pray. You do have to know how to talk. Talk to God. Share your feelings and share from the heart. All you got to do is talk, but you got to come from a real place. It's just having a conversation with a person who loves you and who's not going to judge you and who's not going to. It's about being real and sharing what's really in your heart, not what you think someone wants to hear. See, I think a lot of us, even in the relationships right now and in relationships in life in general, even conversations that people have, people don't know how to be real. They don't know how to be sincere. They don't know how to speak from their heart. They say things that they think people want to hear or they they say things because they sound good or they say things because it's going to make them look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to find a way to be authentic. Try to find a way to be real. 
and try to find a way to see through the illusions and the distractions and all of these things that are in the world right now. Another good um, meditation is third eye activation. You know, open your third eye, but, you know, just so you can see, you know, you can really see what's going on. And your crown chakra is, you know, that's amazing because that connects you to the divine. So all of these things are available for you. And, you know, take advantage of things that are offered to help you. When people say they want to help, reach out to them. Don't feel like, oh, this is a stranger, so I don't know them. Like I'm always saying people can reach out to me. You can reach out to me. You can send me a message. You can email me, whatever you want to do. And you got to get out of this mindset of, well, I don't know this person. Let me tell you something. We're all connected. It doesn't matter that you don't know me, but we've all been through a lot of the same things. And I think if we could stop all of this division and feeling like, well, I don't know this person and this person is different from me and this person's this and that. It's not about that. Just open up to someone who wants to help you. That's what you need to understand and that's what you need to get and stop staying in this, well, I'm not going to reach out to a stranger. I don't know this person. Truthfully, we're not strangers. We're not. We're all one. We're all connected and we're all just trying to make it and, and, and live and be happy and contribute to, you know, this world in a positive way. Most of us, I mean, most people. And so, if there are things to help you, take advantage of them. That's all I'm saying. And I'm always here. I'm always available. I mean, I, I've said that many times, you know. I'm willing to talk to people who need someone to just listen. Even if you don't want advice and you just want someone to listen to you, I'm here to do that as well. But just know that, yeah, being vulnerable is going to be a part of all of this. You're, you're not Superman. You're not Superwoman, as I said, and you're not supposed to be. And so you cannot sit back and just say, well, I'm not going to let anyone in. I'm not going to let anyone help me. I'm not going to trust me. You're going to feel overwhelmed sometimes by some of these decisions that you make. Trust me. Like I said, I just recently made some decisions in my life and it wasn't one. As I said, it's three or four different decisions all wrapped into one all at the same time. But I made them. And here I am later looking over the decisions that I made. And I'm okay with them. Was I scared at the time? Did I second guess myself? Did I think, but you know what? Also, you have to get to a point where you are in control of your emotions and your thoughts. And so when I start feeling that way, I'm like, no, no, no. See, I, I immediately, I go into defense mode and I switch it around. I don't allow those thoughts though to continue in my mind. You know, they're going to come because everybody has them. We're, we're just programmed that way for whatever reason. Negativity, that's the default. But you have to learn how to control your emotions, to control your mind and not let those negative thoughts overtake you because they will. And that's what manifests into anxiety and depression because you're so overwhelmed and you're just overwhelmed with your thoughts, though. That's the th Really think about that. Just sit and think for a moment. And I guess some people are going to say, well, no, not everything's thoughts. Some things are really happening to me at that moment and it's overwhelming. And I get that, too. I do. But what I've started doing in moments where there is something happening to me that I don't have the answer for right at that moment or I don't know what's going to happen. I simply pause. I've learned how to start taking deep breaths, which is so great. Let me tell you something. Breathing and breath work is it's, it's the best. It's you. You have to do it. You've got to learn how to just start breathing and, and taking time for a minute. And I will ask myself, am I okay in this moment? Like just right in this moment, is everything okay? And if it is, as I've said, go moment to moment to moment. And after a while, you're going from day to day to day. And it turns into weeks and months and years. 
But you have to learn how to shut that part of your brain off. And I know that it can be hard, but let me tell you something. You can do it. You can get there. You can tell you, you'll get to a point where you're like, no, like soon as something negative pops in your mind, you're already like, no, don't even. And and I know people are going to think this is crazy, but it's not. It's like having a conversation with yourself. It's you defending yourself against yourself, believe it or not. There's going to be this one side of you that just wants to negativity bad, wants you to make bad choices, bad decisions, wants to tell you that you can't do something, that it's going to fail, that it's this and it's that. And then there's going to be this other side of you saying, no, like I'm not listening to any of that. I can have, do and be anything that I want. So there's always going to be that duality and you've got to fight to make sure that that winning side overtakes that side that's telling you that you can't do something. It's just the truth. I'm telling you, you're going to have to have battles with yourself and that's okay. We all do, but you just got to make sure that the side that is winning and is positive is coming out on top and it can be done. I know a lot of people will say no, because my thoughts are just, and my thoughts drive me crazy and I just overthink everything. Trust me, I am a huge overthinker, but I am training myself to not do that. And even when I do overthink things, I calm myself down by saying, Brenda, you don't know that that's a fact. You don't know that that's for sure. You don't know that that's real. You know what I mean? Like you have to train yourself to be like, that's probably not what's going on. You know what I mean? Like you you fill your thoughts with all of these things and all of these scenarios and all of these whatever. And half the time, all of the things that you're thinking, it's not even true. You know what I mean? So don't freak yourself out. You can't freak yourself out. But yes, learn how to understand that life is about vulnerability too. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say, I don't have it all together all the time. That is okay. That's absolutely okay because you're not going to have it together all the time. And I think, like I said, you know, we don't talk about that side of it. It's just, you know, the empowerment and make decisions and make choices and make, and all of that's good. But I also know there are going to be moments where you're just, you're unsure, you're frightened, you're scared, you don't know. But do it anyway, because at the end of the day, what is there to lose? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you going to just stay and drown? My thing is I've started looking at the alternatives. That's what I ask myself. What is the alternative? What are you going to do? What's the alternative? Are you going to just continue to stay where you are and live live where you are and be around the people that you're around and and be in the relationship that you're in and whatever, you know, and all of these things, but you're so miserable. You're so unhappy. Like, is that what you're going to do? Is that what your life is? Is your life just going to be that? You're just going to settle even though you're not happy, even though it's not making you happy, even though it's not fulfilling you, even though you know you want more. So when you start saying in your mind, what's the alternative? And the alternative is to stay and just settle and just not be happy at any point. You know what I mean? So once you start telling yourself stuff like that, you will move. You will absolutely move. But again, I encourage you to be careful what you ask for, what you pray for, what you wish for, because it may come true. And that's a good thing. What I'm saying is though, you got to be ready for that. You cannot keep asking and wanting and hoping for things. And then when they show up, you're too afraid to take them or to do them or to Because let me tell you something, if it was not meant for you, it wouldn't have shown up. See, I'm learning that when I have a conversation with God and I ask for things or I say I want things and they show up. And then you start getting this doubt in your mind because that doubt's going to creep in because that's what it wants to do. 
It wants to creep in so that you doubt, oh, should I really take this? Am I smart enough? Can I do this? Am I strong enough? Am I? You start questioning everything about yourself. Can I do it? Can I really do it? I know I asked for it, but can I do it? And you start doubting yourself. You start doubting your abilities, your skills, who you are, you know, everything. But let me tell you something. It wouldn't have shown up. You wouldn't have even gotten it if you were not able to handle it. So you have to start understanding that when these things show up, they're showing up because they're meant for you and because God knows that you can handle it. Trust that. Trust him. Trust yourself. Learn to trust him. Learn to trust yourself and learn to put your hands, your life in his hands. Learn to give up control. Learn to say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I feel I need. This is what I can contribute. Give it over to him. Talk to him. Have that conversation and then leave it alone. Leave it alone. Because you're not going to be able to and you don't need to be able to figure out how all of that is going going to come. It's going to come in different ways. It's going to be, but it may not show up how you want. It may not show up how you thought, but that's okay. Because it's not up to you. The how is never up to you. And I know you guys hear that a lot, but it's the truth. The how is not up to you. But when you ask for something, just sit back and also don't doubt. So you got to understand too, though, that a part of getting the things that you want, you know, you hear a lot about manifestation and all of these things. Nothing is ever going to come to you if you don't believe first. <laughs> if you ask for things, but you really don't believe, that's just like saying, oh, I want this, but I really don't think it's going to, you immediately like, I don't, but I don't think it, you know, if you have any doubt whatsoever, what you have to understand about the divine and the creator is that you have to believe. It's all about faith. It's all about faith and believing that it can really happen. And don't try to fool because you can't fool. You can't fool anything. You, you can't fool. Your, your heart never lies. Your heart never lies. So if you want things and ask for things and pray about things and, you know, say that you want all of these things or whatever. And, not, and, and when I'm saying things, I don't mean material things. You know, I don't want people to just be like, oh, you know, house, car, blah, blah, blah. All of that's nice. But I'm also meaning like love and abundance and friendship. And you want, you know, you want good health and and mental clarity and all of these things because you should also be praying about all of these things too you know in my life I've learned it's not just material things in life you know don't just always pray for oh I want this thing a, a thing you know pray for other things in your life and they will come in other ways you know abundance is not just money you can have abundance in friendship and love and 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 you know all of these other things it means more you know what I'm saying but what I'm saying is that those things are going to come in a way that, you know, but when you get them, then you can't start questioning. But you also can't just have all of this doubt. You go and you and, and, and honestly, that's why a lot of times the things don't show up and people say, see, I knew I wasn't going to get it. I can't tell you how many times I talk to people. Life is all about how you speak to yourself. It truly is. People may not believe that and they think that, you know, I, I hear this all the time. I hear people are always talking about, you know, you got to the power of your tongue is so real. I can't even tell you. It is so real. You cannot doubt. You cannot want a life and then say, 
oh, but I knew it was. And so then when it doesn't show up, then you're angry. Then you're mad. Then you're saying things like, oh, I knew. And I, you know what? You, you did know. You're absolutely right. You did know because that's the frequency. That's what you sent out to the universe. I asked for this stuff, but I don't really believe that I'm going to get it. I don't really think it's going to come. I'm going to ask for it, but it's not going to show up. It's never showed up for me. It's this, it's that, it's blah, blah, blah. I don't speak that way over my life. I do not. Anything that I want, I can have if it is meant for me. But I truly believe that. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's not meant for me, I'm not going to get it. And I'm okay with that. And then you have to be okay with those types of things. If you ask for something and it does not come, it was not meant for you. And you got to be okay with that. But the point of the matter is, is that I know that anything that I want, if it is meant for me, I can have it. It's just that way. It's just, it's what I believe. And, you know, no one has to believe what I'm saying, but it won't hurt you to give it a try. You know, you got to eliminate words like can't and never. And it's always in this and that, you know, you're, you're, you're stifling your life. You're stifling yourself, you know, what your life could be, what you could do. You know, it's not hard to just have a relationship with the divine. It's not. You just speak from your heart. And it's not about people say it's not about praying to a picture or to a whatever. It's about you having a real conversation and opening up as you one on one. That's it. And it's not about what other people say, what other people think, what other people want you to do, what other people feel like. It's none of that. It's all about you and the relationship that you have with the divine and with other people. And we're all here to help. So be vulnerable and let people help you. Doesn't matter. You know, you, okay, you don't know someone, but you can get to know them. You know, but you'll never know. And you're not, if you don't ever take that step, if you just bottle everything up and you say, oh, well, I don't have anyone. And there's never anyone there to talk to me. And there's never one, anyone there to help me. And no one this and no one that. A lot of times help is staring you right in the face. Help is right there. But if you don't take it, then that's on you. You know what I mean? That That's you. At the end of the day, you have to want better for your own life, for yourself. You have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's the truth. Now, there will be some people who don't. They they thrive in chaos and delusion and, and foolishness and all of those things. And that's okay. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Because at the end of the day, we all have free will and everyone has to make up their own minds. But I just want to encourage people to understand that life doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be hard. You just got to change your mindset and your way of thinking and you have to get connected to the divine. And that's got to come before anything else. That's another thing. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I'm not trying to be, like I said, this is not about being religious or trying to, this is more about spirituality for me. And I'm going to tell you, you know, until you realize that that has to come first in your life, before your relationships, before other people, you know, before jobs, before all of these things, it, it literally has to come first in your life. But see what people don't understand and what it, ta it takes a long time sometimes to understand. And I'll admit that is that once you do that, though, everything else in your life just lines up 
That's the most important thing that I want people to understand. People think that they have to give things up. Well, if I become a Christian or if I believe in God or Yahweh or, you know, whoever you want to believe in, whatever, you know. But if I if I have to do this stuff, then I'm going to have to give up. You know, I'm going to have to live a life that's so strict and rigid and I won't be able to have fun and I can't do all of these things. You can do things. And the, the thing about it is you won't even need that stuff. You know, the drugs or the alcohol or whatever to have a good time. You're going to be naturally high. I just want people to understand that it takes nothing away from your life, but it adds tremendously to your life. Understand that. It does not take away from your life. And a lot of times we will keep ourselves from making that commitment because that's what you believe. You think that your life won't be fun and you won't be able to do this and you won't be able to do that. And you won't be. And now don't get me wrong. There are going to be some things you won't be able to do, but you shouldn't have been doing those things in the first place. You know what I mean? Something you shouldn't be doing anyway. But what I'm saying is, is that you can have a great life. Being a Christian, you can have a great life believing in God and Yahweh. You can have a great life. It's not about taking things away from you. Because let me tell you something. When you put God first, everything is always, always going to line up and be there. Everything else, love and friendships and career and money and all of these things, they're all going to line up. So stop believing that and stop believing that you're not good enough too. a lot of people say, oh, well, I can't because I've just done too many things and I'm too damaged and I'm too this and I've just made so many mistakes. Trust and believe the divine already knows that <laughs> the divine knows everything we've ever done. And guess what? He still loves us, still loves us, still cares, is still there. Always with you. I still love you. See, that's what it means to have unconditional love. That's unconditional love. And it is a love that is unlike anything else. It will always be there. It's not going to head out and run off and, you know, leave you and all these things. It's always going to be there. But don't think that you are this damaged person that can't be loved because you can be and you are. We've all made mistakes. But the thing is to stop making those mistakes and to ask for forgiveness and you can ask for forgiveness from the divine. You can also ask for forgiveness from the people that you've hurt. And that's okay. But see, a lot of times too, when people have hurt people, they don't want to go to the person and ask for forgiveness. You know, I saw this video the other day and you guys know I love to share things like this, you know, because I'm always watching and I love to share stuff. But the, the young lady was talking about that and she mentioned that she had been thinking that she apologized to someone for something that she had done, right? And she said, you know, growing up, you're taught sometimes that, well, you don't have to apologize to somebody because you don't owe them anything. And her question was, why does apologizing to someone mean that you owe someone something? She said, apologizing and saying that you are sorry, because if that's in your heart to say that you're sorry for something. And you, so you don't let other people get in your brain and say things like, oh, well, you don't you don't have to say you're sorry. You don't owe them anything. That's not about owing. And she's absolutely right. Saying that you're sorry is about making amends. It's not about owing someone something. No, you don't owe someone something. That's just about, and, and it depends on the type of person that you are. Because some people just don't care about hurting other people. But if you're the type of person that actually cares about hurting other people, 
Sometimes it's just in your soul. Even when you may not have been in the wrong, sometimes you still feel like I'm going to, because I got out of character for me, I'm going to go back and apologize. And I think people really do need to get out of that mindset. Like she said, stop saying like, or letting other people, if people have taught you that saying that you're sorry and apologizing to someone means that, well, you don't have to apologize to them. You don't owe them anything. It's not about owing. It's about making amends and saying, I'm sorry, if that's how you feel. There is nothing wrong with apologizing. And until people understand that, you're going to let so many of your relationships suffer Some of them are going to end for no reason when they didn't have to because all you had to do was come back and say, look, I messed up, I screwed up, and I'm sorry. Now, whether the person takes your apology or not, and I know that's why a lot of people don't do things too because it's like, well, I don't know what they're going to say and I don't know how they're going to feel. It's not about that. It's just like when you give money to homeless people or someone, people are always like, oh, I'm not going to give them money because they're going to do this, that, and the third. And I tell people, that's not for me to decide. If I'm somewhere and someone asks me for money and I want to give it to them, I'm going to give it to them. I don't you, I don't need you in my ear trying to say, oh, I wouldn't give it to them because they're just going to go do this, that, and the third. That's on them. But if it's in my heart to give what I want to give, I'm going to give. Now, what you do after that is none of my concern. It's not. All I do is put myself in that situation and say, if it was me, I would want someone to help me. That's how my mind works. You always have to have empathy for people and you always have to be willing to put yourself in someone else's shoes because it could be you. But if you're always just of the mindset of, well, I'm not going to help somebody because they're going to go do this. First of all, you don't know that for sure. You don't know that for sure. But even if they did, that's on them because you know what you were giving it for. You know, out of the kindness of your heart, you were giving it to them to have money, either to eat, whatever they wanted to do. Now, whatever they go and do with that, if they choose not to, then that's on them. It is. So again, it's just like with apologizing. Too many people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to go apologize because if I know if I do, they're not going to accept it anyway. They're not going to take it or they're going to this and that. You're so worried about the outcome. You have to get in a place in your life where with all of the things that you do, you are not attached to the outcome of things because that's not what it's about. You just need to do what you know you need to do. If you have seriously wronged someone, if you seriously have, and you know that you have, you know that you've hurt someone, you know that you've done something to really hurt this person that you care about or cared about or whatever, the right thing to do is to go and apologize to that person. And you do not need to be all up in your head talking about what that person's going to say or how they're going to feel or if they're going to this and that. At the end of the day, you know that you did what you were supposed to do. Now, whether they take it or not, okay. That's okay. And I get it. A lot of people like, well, no, it's not okay. I don't want to go and get cursed out or have somebody, whatever. You see, you're still attached to the outcome. Because at the end of the day, it cannot be about the outcome. It cannot. It can only be about you being obedient and doing what you need to do. It's always about you. See, always start with self. People are so worried about other people and external factors. Your life has to be about you and what you project and what you give to the world and how you are. But it's always about you. Like, and that's the most important thing to me. What I'm saying is, is that I have to stay true to who I am. You know, so if I owe someone an apology, I can come and apologize to you. Now, what you do with that and how you take it is on you. And sometimes people are not. And I'm not so stuck in my head and have all of this pride that I can't go say I'm sorry to people. That's another thing. People are so stuck in pride knowing I'm right and I don't need to apologize to this person. What Since when did saying I'm sorry to someone become such a 
prideful thing, you know, where it's like, no, I don't need. Well, you know, I think with you know, ghosting and social media and everything, it's just easier for people to just be like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm walking away. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but it's a lot of damage going on. This is damaging all of these, all of this new type of I'm saying it's dangerous because people aren't communicating. People are leaving people on red. People are ghosting. People are all these things. They're not really dealing with emotions. And then they're leaving one situation, going, jumping into something else. But you haven't really even closed out what was going on with the other person. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you're carrying all this stuff over into the new. It, it's a lot. It is. And honestly, it's just not a way to deal with people. People got to learn how to start talking again. Like, it's fine. You don't want the relationship no more. You want something else. You want someone new, whatever. Okay, but be honest with people. Stop lying. Stop cheating. Stop leaving. Stop ghosting. Stop all of these things. You're an adult. You're an adult. Have an adult conversation with someone. You know, let's just be real is all I'm saying. Let's be authentic. It is okay. If, if you feel like you're done with that situation and you want something else, but at least, at least... You know what I'm saying? Let's just not, oh, I don't don't care. I'm just, I'm done. I'm out. I'm, you know, and you leave people with all these questions and all of these, like what happened and what, you know, it's damaging. That's all I'm going to say. So everything starts with self. That's why I said that. Make sure that you are the type of person who is not out here just damaging people and hurting people and leaving a trail of destruction wherever you go. Because I will tell you something too. Another important thing that you have to understand is that it's going to catch up to you eventually. It may not catch up to you right now or be whatever, but it's going to eventually catch up to you. And you have to understand that. So in life, like when you're making decisions and doing different things, start with self, you know, take care of yourself, you know, don't intentionally hurt people. But when you are making decisions, understand that that's going to come with some vulnerability. It's going to come with some, you know, you're going to have fear you're gonna have I mean and that's the truth I mean we can deny that all we want to but it's true I mean there's nothing really to be afraid of except for you stepping into a new life and it and all it really is is just it's unknown but it doesn't have to mean that you have to be scared it doesn't that that's what fear fear is just the unknown because you don't know what it is so you're like but you allow that to just freeze you up and it's like no I'm not gonna move because I don't know what's behind it's like somebody's giving you a choice you want door two door number two door number three and you're just like no I'm gonna stay over here behind door number one because I'm comfortable with door number one I know what's behind door number one I don't know what's behind door number two but it could be something amazing it's just like you know I'm serious you know you choose number three and it could just be the life that this amazing but you didn't choose it you know why? Because you were so comfortable over here with number one and you were so scared. You were so scared. But right behind that door could have been everything that you ever wanted, everything that you've ever asked for. And what if they open that door? Because, you know, they're going to show you the one that you didn't choose, right? And it's just every single thing that you ever wanted. I mean, everything, the relationship, the house, the car, the life, the career. I mean, what if it was just every single thing that you have ever asked for, ever wanted, and you didn't choose it. Do you know how you would feel? I mean, you would be so deflated. You would just fall right there to the ground because you would just be like, because, but you were so scared to come from behind door number one. That was the comfortable door. That's the door I know. I know this door. I know these things. I know these people, and I'm just not going to move. Okay. Well, door number two is gone and door number three is gone, which was your life, your dreamy life, your whatever you call it life. 
It was your nirvana. It was it was everything. But it's gone because you didn't choose it. So think about that the next time you're so afraid and you're so scared and you're listening to other people. Stop listening to other people. And when you're making decisions, you only need to have a conversation with God. You need to have that conversation. You need to figure out what's best for you. And then you can tell everybody else later. Because if you can consistently and constantly listen to other people all the time making decisions in your life, and this includes your, your friends too. Some people, they can't make a move without asking their friends or what their friends think or what their friends are going to say. Your friends are not you. Your friends don't live your life. And a lot of times, sometimes, you know, like I said, things can be, you, you don't know why people are, are giving you advice. Sometimes, you know, you could be in a relationship, you have this great relationship with a person, but because people want you to go out and do certain things with them because they don't have anybody, they want to try to tell you that you need to leave the situation that you have. So you got to understand the intention and the motives for people. People are always like, oh no, this is my friend. This is, this is, they wouldn't tell me wrong. They wouldn't steer me wrong. They wouldn't, they wouldn't this, 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 this. Okay. But you don't know that. You don't know if they see what you have and they're jealous of that. You have to start understanding that because it's, it's true and it's a fact. I know you don't want to believe it about your friend or your family or whoever, but sometimes people can see things that you have going on in your life. It's the same way when I was talking about, you know, the, the, episode that I have about don't destroy the home team you know I was talking about guys and how they allow people from the outside to come in and destroy something that they have with a person you allow another person to come in but you're you're letting them come in because you believe that they're attracted to you but in reality it could just be because they don't like your person they just want to take you or whatever you know we've all talked about that I don't want to get into that taking situation but you allow them to come in and break up something but and you think because they're really attracted to you, but they're really not. There could be motives. There's motives and intentions for a lot of things that people do. And you have to be around people who have good intentions for you, who want the best for you. Because a lot of times you'll be thinking these people are your friends and they care about you and they love you and they totally don't. I hate to say that. Or they don't love you like you love them. And you're sitting here in your mind like, oh man, you know. And then that's why when they do something that shocks you, you're like, but see, they really didn't feel that way about you. So just be careful. All I'm saying is, is that it's not about listening to everyone else tell you what to do with your life. It is about what you want to do with your life. How do you want to live your life? Do you want to be happy? What makes you happy? Not about other people. Is this going to make me happy? Is this what I really want? You got to start asking yourself these questions because sometimes too, we're saying we want things, but it's like, what do you want it for? What What is it going to give you if you get it? Like, make sure that you're asking for real things, things that are going to add value to your life, not just superficial things. Oh, I just, I want this and I want that and I want this. And truthfully, you don't, sometimes you got to sit down and really ask yourself, what do you want? And believe it or not, that's not as easy as people may think. People are like, oh, well, I can sit here if you ask me what I want, because no, you really don't know. You, you ask people and they start just naming stuff. But life is not just about stuff. That, that's material stuff. What do you want for you? What kind of people do you want to be around you? What kind of difference? What kind of footprint do you want to leave on this earth? What What is it that you want to contribute? What is, you know, your goals and your dreams? Things like that. Because when you ask someone who they are, people always start naming like, <laughs> you know, they start naming their career and all the accomplishments that they've made and different things. But it's like, no, who are, who are you really though? Who are you? Like, just you, without the titles, without the degrees, without the whatever. Like, just who are you? Like, see, I, I, I realize, though, that, you know, sometimes for me, I, I, I'm too deep for people. And I'm okay with that, though. I've learned to be okay with that. And that's not to be like, 
I'm not trying to toot my own horn when I say that, but you know, for a long time, you try to dim your light. You don't want people to feel like you're bragging on yourself and you don't want people to feel like, I'm not trying to make anybody feel less than me and I'm not trying to, but why do I have to dim my light and who I am and what I believe just to make other people feel good? The people who are meant to be in my life, they'll get it. That's what I mean by that. So I'm allowed to have confidence in myself. I'm allowed to love who I am. And I'm allowed to, if I feel like I'm too deep for most people, then I'm allowed to feel that way too. You know, it's sometimes people, they, they don't know how to relate because if they're just not on that same level of, you know, like I said, some people like superficial surface level conversations and all these things, and that's okay. But that's not me. And it's okay for me to say that. You see what I'm saying? I just need to be around other people who feel that way too. It's okay to feel that way. Hey, there's something for everyone. Stop feeling like you have to make yourself fit is what I'm saying. You don't have to fit. You just are who you are and that is okay. You are beautiful just the way you are. Stop trying to mold yourself into something that you're not just so other people will like you or want to be around you. Be vulnerable, be open to help, be open to love, be open to advice, and be open to trusting yourself and the divine. Have a good one.